This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. The 40s are playing PlayStation and eight plus years in that games media combined. We'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. Fuck, I know I said have energy for the first show, man, but Jesus, I gotta Ooh. get This PlayStation conversation happens every single Monday morning at 9 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8 a.m. on iTunes, Spotify, and of course, all the other podcast services. If you would like like to be a part of future conversations please join us on facebook discord comment below or be feeling super generous join us on patreon at patreon.com slash the pop head over there check out the tears might be something there that perks your interest and we are planning on doing some tweaks for patreon this year to make it a bit more worth your dollary dues but if you are a patreon supporter you can usually watch us record this show live which is cool. oh yeah we're supposed to yes yeah, uh, nah, it was uh it's fine there's we, a lot we, on today. We buggered the times yeah. up, so there's a lot going on today. So, uh, But if you want to show the love of pop cultures on your body, head to thepopcultures.com where you can buy shirts like this, like this, and, you can, be, and you can be matching with your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopculturist. And I think I may have gone hard too fast. I'm a little tired. I told you. And you've got another show to do I did, later. Yeah. I told you to, yeah. you know. But I did say I have energy at the same time, so. Yeah, so yeah, contradicting. Welcome honest. back. Yeah, welcome back 2019. Woo! Yeah, woohoo. Had a couple of weeks off. It was pretty sweet. That was all right. Yeah. That was all right. And yeah. But like coming back for the first show of the year, it's like, yay. Fuck. It's one of those weird, <laughs> it's, it's those weird mixed emotions of, yes, 52 weeks of this. <laughs> yeah. 50 or 50 we take about two weeks off. Yeah, so yeah. we have 50 more of these to do this year and we are rapidly approaching episode 100 here yeah 100 but that's the tricky thing is that you know 100 is obviously a milestone mm. but two years is technically 104 well we've taken breaks we've taken two two week breaks like one true so we've got, so we got to wait for 102 we, no it'll be 104 so it should it should mm. rain out to about 100 i don't fucking know. I don't math, know. math and stuff i don't care <laughs> <laughs> The semantics. A hundred it is. If not, we'll make it, we'll celebrate two years at episode 98 or something. I don't know. No, we won't do that. We won't we'll do it at hundred. No. How you been, man? Because we'll just confuse ourselves. Oh, I'm already confused. I, my daily life. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Blank expressions of things. How was your break, man? I wasted it. Oh, really? Yeah. I kind of got to like the Friday before going back to work and I was like, wow, I did nothing. In a good way and a bad way. Mm. Not that there's anything else I wanted to do, because I'm a pretty solitary guy. And I was like, oh, I should have done more, but I could also not, <laughs> and that sounds good too. <laughs> yeah, so I played some games. Mm. Did some, you know, made a made a model tank. Oh yeah, how, how is the, how is your tank building? You're keeping us updated in, on the Facebook chats, and you yeah. kind of slowed it down. Oh, I finished it. Oh, so. is it in a pit like you planned? No, because that shit's expensive. Oh. Like the modeling clay and stuff. I don't know if I'll stick with it. It was fun. I don't know if, if it really. You want to explain to the box. people at home why you painted a tank? Because I want to make. Like, I was going. I do want to maybe make like little like dioramas and stuff. You know, like trench warfare and you mm. know with modeling clay and some grass and all that cool stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a big expense to start because you need yeah. so much shit. But I'm slowly kind of. I don't know. Maybe. 
it was fun building the tank, but I don't know if I want to like do that as a my hobby because I just keep getting pulled back to games. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is good. It's handy for this, at least. <laughs> yeah, one of us has to play games. Yeah, Ryan. Shut up. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I played Assassin. I got Assassin's Creed Odyssey after just after Christmas. Mm-hmm. This shit's good. It's real good. I, I feel that I need to go back to it because I, so I played uh, with uh, Alexios. The dude, yeah, okay. No, and I, was, chose, and I was like, Bleh. I chose Cassandra. So I think if I, apparently Cassandra is much better. So if I, I, go I back can see because she was nominated for the voice Character, actor voice, voice actor, actor award yeah. or something. I can see why. Um, she's just a very. I mean, you do have dialogue choices, so you can mm. be like an asshole or have some fun and all that. My Cassandra has fucked everybody. That's like Paul Jack when Paul Jack Everybody. Was here. He's like, I have made her kiss everyone. Any anytime there's like the love heart option, which basically says, Do you want fuck? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> Boy, girl, old, young, doesn't matter. She'll go for it. Did you find so Paul was talking about there was a mission? Is it about the old person? Oh, you yeah. bang someone, then like some guy comes up and goes, "You bang my mum." Oh, no, I haven't had that one oh, yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, no, I had one. This old lady, she must be like sixty. She's like, "I need to fuck a lot, <laughs> and my husband just can't get hard anymore. So, can you like go get this weird stuff to make him like a Viagra potion?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, okay. Or I can just bang you. I want to. I like fuck you. Like fuck. <laughs> I'll do that for you." So I travel. I hadn't realized unlocking the fast travel points at that point. So I got like to the other end of the world and I'm like, fuck, I can't fast. I have to get in my boat. Fucking sail back to where I'm like, I got you, fam. I got, <laughs> I got made, your bare guts for your Viagra yeah, potion. This mission so much more yeah. like motivating. And then I find like I've got across the world for this lady and I bring her the potion and her husband's like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm breaking. I'm breaking. And then I look at her, I'm like, want well, fuck <laughs> and she's like yeah so we go inside and the husband sits down out the front with his like ukulele yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's going like night day night people are passing and the husband's sitting there like, <laughs> like <laughs> and then I walk out and he's like so how was it she's like that'll keep her satisfied for like a week man <laughs> and there's like swaggers off I'm like this is fucking sick and the game's really good but it's some that, of the, yeah. the dialogue's really cool. It's just, there's hundreds of hours of shit to do in this game. If you try to like uncover the whole map and do all that, yeah, which I'm it, trying to do. It came out a really gnarly time for me. It was pretty busy, yeah. so I might have, I'll have to I found I've, I'm enjoying most the, the boat, the ship stuff. Mm. It's so cool, like getting into ship battles with your archers and all that and like ramming through them and like when you hold speed, that's not take the speed but when you hold the button to like go max speed all the oars come out and you hear the, you hear the the crew going ooh oh god I'm like yeah fucking go boys let's do it um, and then they're all like if you're cruising the crew has like all these different songs they sing like ooh, a choir shanties. and yeah little shanty songs I'm like this is amazing and then the deep ocean is really cool too I sent you a video yeah that's that. not fun Mm. Um, but what really surprised me, I guess, like minor spoilers, I guess, but there is a mythological thing to it as well. Like, there's this whole town talking about like this Minotaur, and this Minotaur is going to fuck you up, and you know we got to give sacrifices to the Minotaur. And I found out the Minotaur was just some kids like swindling people. And then I go to another part of the island, they're like, no, the Minotaur will fuck you. Up. I'm like, I dealt with that shit, man. It was kids, and like, no, no, there's like a labyrinth down there, and the Minotaur will fuck you up. I'm like, whatever. 
go down there and there's a fucking minotaur <laughs> he's like 15 feet tall like bull bull top man legs with like his huge axe. I'm like holy shit and he fucked me up <laughs> but you're going through the labyrinth to get to this and you hear it like screaming like really far away like in a rage and stuff and I'm like this is amazing yeah, apparently there's dope. a few other mythological like Medusa and stuff as well like yeah. actual Medusa and stuff really really cool and I love the I like the, the Spartan law I like that whole time period as well um it's great. It's yeah, really I'm good. Um, I played for like 50 hours in a week and a half. I've backed off. I haven't finished it yet. Um, but I will. I want to go back to it. I'm just taking a little just bit of a break credits, from it. first credits, 2019? Yeah, it will be, I think. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Not what I remember. The only thing I fucking hate is they have shoehorned in like that modern time period stuff. Oh, yeah. Only a little bit. Yeah. And it's like... It's not enough to make me give a shit, and I know that's Assassin's Creed whole, whole thing, the but it's just it's seen yeah the animus and all that, and it's like, if you want to do it, either double down or take it out because yeah. it's so hard. Like I've played fifty hours, and I've been with the animus people for maybe six minutes. So when I do get to them, I'm like, I don't care. Really you haven't broken, made yeah. me care. It's really yeah, it's broken like all my immersion. And all that stuff. So it's like, if you want to keep doing it, fine, but double down on it and make it part of the game or just get rid of it. Because at the moment, that's the only thing they're like, there oh, was a, There was a lot more in Origins. Maybe it's like a phase-out sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. Like a little bit here, a little and bit And it goes here, two ways. Like, oh, you know, cool. there's the long-time fans that are like, no, that's part of the series. You know, that's what Assassin's Creed is. And then there's the, the newer fans like me, like, if you're jumping in at this point, you have no idea what's happening with that stuff because it doesn't tell you. And they're talking about assassins and Templars and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So mm. I feel like the newer fan just like, I don't... This is shit. Well, with Origins trying to be a soft reboot anyway, like why not do I, it properly? Yeah, I, w- I would have preferred it, but there mm. is a strong argument on the other side as well. So, you know, whatever. And I picked up Mass Effect Andromeda. Ooh. It's really good. <laughs> like, it's really fucking good. So the big advantage uh, of picking it up now is like although I got it for twenty four bucks, it's very clearly not the starters. same game it released. Like no, it's been tweaked and patched. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no ties to Mass Effect as it is. So I'm completely fresh. I don't know the history of Shepard or all that. Like, it's a new game to me. Which it, yeah, it's kind of treated that way because you're in the Andromeda Galaxy, you're in a different galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It takes place <laughs> before the events of the End of Three. It's like a sci-fi lover's wet dream. Mm. Like the whole intro sequence is like you wake up in this new galaxy after 600 years in cryostasis or whatever and you're part of the Pathfinder team which is like scoping out the planet to make sure it's livable and all that so you go you make first contact so you like do all that you get in your ship the ship breaks up on entry you like fly out the door and it's such a cool sequence I'm just like this is amazing and I'm, I'm, I don't understand the, the ship that it, I mean, I guess at launch it was pretty shitty, I suppose, with bugs. I haven't encountered any yet. But I just it's really fun. And mm. I found the dialogue to be really well-spoken and really kind of thoughtful and deep if you want it to be. Because like, you do have a, actually a lot of dialogue choices. Do you want to be playful? Do you want to be serious? Do you want to be the commander? Do you want to make a joke? And I found all the dialogue to be really really compelling and really good and the story is really interesting uh going to new planets is cool it's got that nomansky kind of feel to mm-hmm. it because you know you go to a new galaxy and there's like five or six planets there and you get in your ship and you fly down there and you 
you know, find landing zones and find spots for people to start making camps and all that kind of stuff. Because you've got 100,000 passengers on your ARC ship. Oh, shit. And you're trying to... They're still in cryosleep, and you're trying to... Your deal is to find a home for them. And some... Back in the Milky Way, they picked out what they called, like, golden golden planets or something, which are like, you know... This is golden. These, like this, these hit these, what the, the, the This is the what we need. This yeah. has the oxygen and the water and all that kind of stuff. But when you get to them, they're fucked. And you're like, why? So that's your kind of prerogative is to like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are these planets not what we thought they were? And that's kind of where I'm at now. But you get your own ship with your own crew. The character's really interesting. The combat's cool. I, I think it's really, really good. I can't get past the only thing. No, there's two things. I'm like, what is happening? The running animation is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> it is so funny the way that the, the legs walk, the legs move when they run. It's fucking hilarious. Is it floaty? Is it, it is floaty, but it's like like carrot up the ass. Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I can't even explain it, really. It's just, it's not right. Yeah. It's just, and the lip syncing is a bit weird, too. Um, like, the, the bees are like, break it yeah it's oh. weird um, other than that like the gameplay and the story and, and the characters I think they're really really cool I'm keen as to keep get back and keep playing it very nice mm. and I played a bit of Smash too yeah yeah Smash yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I didn't like it as much as I thought it would. I think it's because of the Joy-Cons like I, they're just not precise for and I'm sure everyone else, like a lot of people playing with Joy-Cons, like it's fine. But for me, I just I don't like the Joy-Cons. Yeah, Smash is a different, a different place for me. You kind of sit in this weird middle ground where I look at it and I'm like, and I boot it up. Because I've, I've never played Smash outside of the handful of times. So I played it twice on previews. And then when it came out, obviously I gave it some time. But like I don't have that history or lineage. lineage what's the fuck I'm looking for? Lineage. Lineage with um, Smash. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Play it. No idea what's going on. Brutal. Mm. Played it at work on Wednesday. Kid comes in, name's Logan. It's rad. Not Logan, Caleb. Logan didn't show up. Caleb, uh, he's like, I've been playing this shit all holidays. I'm like, all right, bring it. Beats my ass for two hours. Yeah. So we're like, right on the, t- right, like, literally, I'm, I reckon he's about, we're about 60 to zero at this point. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, I get that win. And I, it's, I, I literally scream in joy. I run around the tables, <laughs> rub it in this 16 year old kid's Punch face. Him in the face. I'm like, eat shit, you little. No. <laughs> but like, I know. You're there to one. help the kids, Ryan. Oh, yeah. He beat me up for like two hours. Like, you know. Yeah. He, he was laughing. He was having a great time. He thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't quite understand it. With, That's good. I get the appeal. Yeah. With like, I haven't, I haven't done any of the single player yet. Apparently, that's mm. the big selling point. Yeah, I spent a fair bit of a um, good amount of time with that. I I like it's this weird like and dislike for when you boot up Smash and it's like there's a hundred thousand characters. I'm like sick, <laughs> but here's eight. I'm like it's a part of me is like awesome. It's like an old school fighter where you have to unlock that shit. That's awesome. And at the same time is like I wanted to boot this up and play it in a party setting. I don't want to unlock characters. No, but even after playing it in a party setting, characters are unlocking anyway. Because mm. like every ten minutes, you, a new character challenger will pop up. Yeah, so you get it pretty quickly. Okay, I get that, but I was like, I'll, I want all of it so we can, so my wife and I can just sit down and have some fun. And then no, grind. I think it's part of the fun. It's like a new challenger is approaching and you don't know who it is. You're yeah. like, oh, what? yeah. That's what and I'm then saying. it's the someone un- you really a character part. you really want, and you're like, fuck, you'll have to win this. Yeah, the unlocking part is dope and it is fun, but it, there was that initial. Eh. Um, but yeah, for me over the break, they I could have charged for them. They could have charged, and they didn't. And they, thankfully, there's no like pay ten bucks unlock all of them. 
Um, oh, Nintendo don't do that. Over the break, uh, of course, I played some WWE 2K19. Of course. Uh, in the, I played a bit more of the career mode. Saw I saw your nerdy background on your yeah, PS4. I moved, <laughs> I moved from uh, SmackDown to Raw after being Ooh. the Universal Champion. Uh, sorry, being the USA Champion. Moved over to, uh, to Raw. Where I've just I'm just out of, like, literally the day one a part of the story I'm like hey Miz I want the Intercontinental Championship give me now mm. and they, uh, Triple H wouldn't give me a match jerk so I was like screw that noise and I Triple made, H fight I, me I, I made my own belt <laughs> did you? so part of the storyline is like well if you can't have that belt let's just make your own yeah so in comes the the pop culture's FTP Worldwide Championship <laughs> fuck me yep <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get the belt and then. And then uh, Kurt Angle, who's GM in the game, is like, no, can you just, like, fight him? Like, that's both dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I win, so I have both. And the game gives you the option. Do you keep the Intercontinental Championship or do you keep your made-up dumb one? Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'll keep the real one. Aww. Which is dumb, because, like, I'm going to have to go back and, and, like, see what happens. They're like, because, like, you know, under, under WWE guidelines, you can't have two belts at once. Apparently. Okay. On the same mid tier, I guess you can have like tag uh, okay. team and a um, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that one, I guess. Uh yeah. So I played that. That was good fun. Uh, what else have I playing? I mean, played a bit of Sea of Thieves mm. on the PC. I wanted something chill. Wanted something zen. Totally got that until the fucking. I feel like it's anything up. but. Especially if you're by yourself, you're like, got the sails and I'm gonna do that. and the anchor. Yeah, but I kind of like that though because it's te- it's it's like a kind of nice tedium. Yeah. In the same way that Stardew Valley is. Um, so, thankfully, in my time that I played, I played it for about two days on and off. You know, so over, over two days, I played probably about six, seven hours. Away. Um, I didn't see anyone else. I saw like, a couple of ghost ships. Mm. That ship was scary. Mm. And then that Megalodon came out of nowhere. Yeah. Fucked me right up. I didn't engage with it. I didn't shoot at it. I was like, fuck. And I just kept sweating. Just kept, just kept going. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, you're going down. So he proceeded to not just chomp out the back end of my ship, come across the front of the ship, monster me, and then I sink, and then everything just sinks. And mind you, I was at the dock at this point. Oh, really? So, like, I just dropped off all my shit, and so as I was heading towards the uh, place to drop off all your your chests and whatnot, it's it's tailing me. I'm like, I'm going to fang it, I'm going to get there, and then I get to the dock, stop, and I go, all right, I know it won't get too close to the island, it should be fine. Unload all my chests, nothing wrong get back in literally 40 seconds out of out of the dock my like, ah, gush sink <laughs> oh you're lucky it could be much worse yeah it could be much worse like because i had like four or five chests on there and a couple of skulls i was under the hard. impression because i jumped into it briefly as well i was under the impression that it was basically a different game at this point and it's not really. well it is like it, it totally is the same game it's like nomansky right like twice I mentioned Omansky as in the game is still the same the core loop is the same they've just added some shit to it so I couldn't even find what they added so what they've done is if you go to random islands you might find those mermaid statues yeah if you blow them up if you blow up so many it unlocks something Mm. like that's that's the structure so yeah that's why I was like hey you guys want to come like you and Joel you guys want to come play because I'm going to blow up this thing Mm. I just want to see what happens mm because like they, you, you have to just bombard them because they, they re, the statues reheal, so you have to bombard them to break them, and like, you can't do it as one person. Mm. What else? Um, <laughs> play. No, I mean, what else has changed? Uh, <laughs> there's ghost ships. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I was kind of disappointed when I jumped back in. I was expecting it to be like a revamped kind yeah, of thing, the- but it's the combat's really shit. 
the enemies are shit and they're just skeletons. The big fun of it is playing with friends. Yeah. Um, and that's what I found since the day one I picked it up. Well, we, we, we were given a copy. Um, it was all about friends. Mm. Um, played a bit more Red Dead. Not a lot of it. Played some Everybody's Golf. Oh. Oh, yeah. Shit's good. Another Zen moment. Like after on New Year's, so Josh came around to my place on New Year's. We watched some wrestling, and you went home. Look after your puppy dog. Was you good? Yeah. He wasn't too yeah. freaked out by the fireworks. No, they. I don't know. Just big dogs. They're just dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the new left. So I brought in the New Year, playing golf. <laughs> I didn't make it to midnight. I went to bed. When I, I say that I went to bed <laughs> at like eleven. But <laughs> my New Year was play, I played golf until I went to bed. I also played Beat Saber. Oh yeah, the how's game that? is amazing. Yeah, I picked it up. Yeah. I think you'd really like it. I it, do it, want it. It gives me the vibes of like playing Guitar Hero for the first time. Mm. I do want it really bad, but it's, that, it's that, that that issue that I have with VR currently is that my son is more mobile than he's ever been. He's really good at picking up pulling cords and stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, you know, or just getting it's in your way. To, yeah, it's very difficult to isolate myself from mm. him. You could do it in here. I could do it in here. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. Like, I don't want to like punch things and stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah other than that, oh, really good. I did also jump into Metro a little bit, mm. and I did play the Resident Evil demo. But we'll get to that in time because mm-hmm. we have to jump into this section. We call inform the players. We tell you about the PlayStation news that happened this week. Just a casual like twenty minutes later. Yeah. We do whatever, three weeks. We'll do whatever we want. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about going through the last few weeks to have a look. I didn't. There's not much. I, went, not. I had a quick <laughs> flip through. Nothing. Uh, Geralt of Rivia, the main protagonist of the Witcher series, will be playable in an update coming to Monster Hunter World on February 8th. Revealed in a tweet from the official Monster Hunter account, the free update is coming to PS4, Xbox One with no definitive word on if it will make its way to PC. Mm-hmm. The news that Geralt will be playable in Monster Hunter World came out last month at a time which it was revealed that Geralt will be fully voiced by original voice actor Doug Cockle. This update will reportedly weave in familiar RPG mechanics from The Witcher with Monster Hunter game systems in undisclosed ways. So I'm thinking they'll probably do something like with oils. Oh, yeah, Stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Maybe the Geralt outfit gives you, like, art or igni or something, maybe. Um, a year later, they're still doing this collab stuff. It's impressive. It's really impressive. Like, and I it may- actually makes me want to, like, fire it back yeah, up. Yeah, I probably forgot. I properly forgot about Monsanto until we saw the Game Awards. And, like, you know, Monsanto, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's Because gl- it, it was this time last year it came out. It's which, so good that they are still doing... Like, they are still supporting it in some capacity. Free. All free. these updates have been free. It's amazing. It's insane. And that's very, very cool. Uh, and yeah, I'll probably will fire it back up to do mm. the get whatever the Geralt quest is just to unlock him. Who's your big Witcher fan? Yeah. Who's not? You, I guess. Uh, speaking, number two, speaking of IGN on Beyond's God of War retrospective, Corey Barlog discussed why God of War ended up not releasing any new story content after its release last April. Quote, There was a time when I wrote a couple of DLCs that we were talking about. Okay, what if we did release some other stuff after? Barlog said. You know, there are interesting ideas, but I think the amount of time we'd have to put into it, it would just end up kind of like uh, Last of Us Left Behind or a first infamous first light kind of thing where it's just too big, like Lost Legacy or something like that. I think I have difficulty with the lower ambition portion that I end up saying maybe it's a little bit too big. So he had ideas. Yeah, and I, I, I can certainly understand why there would like you'd, you would have to assume that there would be plans right for what god of war would for what god of war dlc would be yeah um i i do like that they've pulled back and not done it personally yeah me uh too. mostly because uh even though i enjoyed spider-man i am not touched like i haven't touched the dlc for it yet mm. even as much as i enjoyed it i was like yeah 
Mm. I think God of War is different because I love God of War so much more. So I, I'm probably more compelled to want to pick up the DLC. But it also, it's fueling this interest. Like, what's the second one going to be? Yeah, I mean, I'd imagine any of the DLC ideas he had, a lot of them probably weaved into God of War 2. Mm. Or 6, or like whatever you want to call it. God of War New Version 2. 2.0. Um, 2.0. Uh, but it, it would be cool just to, if he like released just like... Know, dot points like oh here's what I was thinking you know Ooh. yeah because you know it's gonna be bonkers like, yeah. you know it's gonna be so good yeah because we know there's I think there's three or four of the the worlds we haven't visited yet uh, in, in that yeah, there are three there's realms we haven't seen yeah, yeah realms that's the word um, so maybe he was thinking one of those realms could be a DLC but with him thinking that they'll be too big now that's just even more respect it's like you wanted to do DLC and you really wanted to go hard at it, but they're probably well into underway of God of War 2 at this point. Yeah, so like that said, jumping off that, I completely agree. Knowing that they're willing to show the respect to the game that they have, even knowing that at some point, you know, Corey had to push Sony to let him do God of War again. Like, mm. there was a period of time where they're like, nah, Kratos is done, man. Like, he's burnt. He's done. Mm. Um, Choke on those fucking words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the game of the year. Uh, so, like, I... I even for that reason, like, power to PlayStation, power to Corey to know that, like, no, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this right. Mm. Like, not like, not that's not a slight against Left Behind or First Light or anything like that, mm. um, or um, Lost Legacy. Like, they are all great. They are all awesome. I just think there's something to be said for just here's the game. Yeah, there's no DLC packs you've got to get after purchase. It's just this is it. Yeah. But, I like that. But knowing that he had three DLCs planned mm. that were too huge, that means that there is a lot of lore, there is a lot of thought, there is a lot of planning going into what is going to become the second wave of God of War games. Mm-hmm. And do you think they'll round I'm it off? Personally, very excited. Think they'll round it off with a trilogy? Do you think that's what they'll do? I think they'll keep it to a trilogy, like that. Like even though God of War the original had one, two, three, and Ascendancy, which is kind of a prequel, and then a ton of spin-offs. Everyone forgets about Ascendancy. Everyone forgets about Ghost of Sparta, Chains of Olympus. They kind of they're very side games, and um, because we don't live in a world like the way games are made now, side games don't really exist in this current market. Mm. So I do hope they just focus on those three and have a killer trilogy, and I think they will. Mm. I'm sure they will too. Uh, number three, Amazon is reportedly working on a video game streaming service, but it isn't likely to be launched until 2020 at the earliest. Reported by the information via GameIndustry.biz, sources indicate that the service will be similar to what Microsoft and Google are currently building with Project X Cloud and Project Stream, respectively. The service looks to eliminate the need for expensive hardware to run graphically taxing games. Instead, like its competitors, the games would run... Uh, inside powerful data centers and streamed to various devices, including smartphones, tablets, smart TVs, and more. Amazon has reported, reportedly started speaking with games publishers in order to distribute various established titles through this service. Not much else is known, uh, but Amazon could certainly pull it off if they wanted to. Yeah, no, I agree with that. If, if of, all the pe- of all the companies that could uh, have the capital, have the the power to mm. enter that space. Amazon is up there. Probably Google is the other. Is that how you would consume video games? Hells no. Thinking like obviously Australian internet probably couldn't do it anyway, but you know you got your smart TV and then you got like the Amazon platform app that you open and you go I want to play, blah, and then it just streams it straight to your TV as you're playing it. No, not even a little bit. But it, it, the problem for that. For me, it could just be my my lineage, like how I've played games, because it's such a change to 
how I've played games. Like, don't get me wrong. If at some point they release a Sony TV that has a, a PS5 in it, mm. yeah, I'm buying the shit out of that TV. Yeah. Because that's amazing. Granted, I won't be able to take my PS5 everywhere, but that's a problem. But mm. I like the idea of it. Mm. Streaming, like, streaming services like that cannot be done in this country. No. And it can't be done in a lot of places of, like, rural America. Mm. So it's, it's, it's great, and it is the way of the future. And maybe by 2020, 2021, that infrastructure... It's only, like, two years away, not a year away. Mm. That infrastructure... It's going to take a long time for that infrastructure to be ready. Um, I'm impressed to see whether Amazon can make those deals with these third parties and how much it's going to cost. Like Although Jeff, is- Jeff Bezos is getting divorced and she's getting half of his fortune so maybe he'll be like oh no we can't yeah, afford that anymore you, you go either way I suppose <laughs> uh, prenup everyone mm. uh, <laughs> um, <coughs> yeah like, I, I think that they're they're probably in the best place to make do I see it working not really it's in the same way when you think about uh, you know the other consoles that are trying to enter the market other people that have tried to come in mm. um, like if it if it's People are going to be attached to what they what they use. Like even if if unless there is a console app for Amazon, which makes no sense mm. in terms of like if, if I highly doubt Xbox or P, uh, Microsoft or Sony will allow a game like Hey, here's an Amazon app that lets you stream games. Like no, no, you're totally punching our market. Get out. Yeah, like they won't allow those apps on those consoles. And I wonder if like behind closed doors, <clears throat> um, Sean Layden and Phil Spencer and Reggie are all like. We gotta shut this shit down, man. <laughs> like, well, like mafia kind of like what's what's it, it's um. There's a, there's an in, there's a there's a legitimate term for that, like Is cartel there? cartel business oh, okay. practice or something. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. everyone kind of buns together and fucks someone up. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's frowned upon in almost all business. That'd make a fun video game, actually. It's a great game. But it's from Amazon's point of view, and they're the protagonist, yeah. and they've got like Sony, PlayStation, or Nintendo coming at them, and they're like, pop, no. <laughs> My big question is, even though they have this off-site server processing power with games the way they look now the way they run now how much is it going to take to get my tv to run that yeah i mean we're we're going to get there because Mm. that's what technology is is. it's it's always how could they do this oh look they've done it better Mm. than we ever thought they could how well from here how can they go whoever thought we could could do this yeah exactly so yeah but this took yeah 15 years it's it'll happen eventually um and maybe that's just the climate we'll be in at the time when it does. Fuck this chair, by the way. Just you like that chair? Fuck this. I like this chair, but the, the gas thing's broke. Uh, I've outfatted it. So oh, yeah, just, that's right. You keep sinking, don't you? So I've spoken to Dave, a good friend Dave, who's done so, who does PR things for us here and there. I'm going I'm to try to get him to hunt us some chairs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get some nice like, pur- purple <laughs> chairs. Number four, the PC remake of Hideo Kojima's PT keep coming, and this one's got VR support. Oh, fuck that. Unreal PT is a remake of the original PT by game developer and 3D artist Radius Gordallo. It's available now for free on itch.io, and based on comments from those who give <coughs> it a shot, it's very good indeed. Radius Gordallo said he spent nine months building Unreal PT, recreating from scratch textures, models, animations, gameplay for the original. Speaking of gameplay, Unreal PT is near identical identical to the originals but the ending has been slightly changed to make beating it more consistent the question is of course whether konami will as it has done before flex its legal muscle and scrub it down but that remains to be seen for now you can play on uh, pt in vr uh, fuck that nah man <laughs> i was watching some videos of what he's done and it's the difference is near indistinguishable yeah like it's pretty spot on so i was so devastated when we found out that uh, that that it's not happening because mm. I'm a big Silent Hill fan 
huge Silent Hill fan yeah, and that game was hor- and like that demo was fucking horrifying and the movie is actually one of my favourites of all time I, I know it's it's, probably, it's too long mm. I think but the, mo- the movie itself is fucking good that was, that was one of the when I was in my whenever, sorry teams. whenever someone's like you know what's a good video game movie I always think Silent Hill because it <clears> is it's pretty faithful to one and two the storyline in my when, in, in my late teens when we used to get hammered we would uh, then watch Silent Hill that was like a hammered movie that when she ball. first sees the little things yeah like, like, like babies they're in, like crying like babies <clears throat> and shit that's fucking even scary. at the start when they Silent Hill movie here when they just even do, do some of the camera angles some of the angles that they choose are straight out of the Silent Hill game mm. and I'm like <gasps> yeah. <clears throat> yeah and then um, you get pyramid head and I pee my pants a little bit oh, yeah so I'm gonna game. get my dad to download it the he's all into the VR. Well, he's got the PCs that, that can run, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Come hang. He's I'll got be, laptops I'll, that can do it now. Bring a he, bought a la- he bought a $3,000 laptop just so he can play VR when they're on holiday in their holiday house. I love your dad. Yeah. Um, I love him so much. He's so good. But yeah, it would be fucking terrifying. And it seems like a pretty pretty faithful adaption, but it's obviously not going to last long because copyright and all that kind of Correct. stuff. Correct. Uh, just some quick bits. Resident Evil 2's limited time one-shot demo is live now, and the PS4 has now sold 90 million units. Uh, before we jump into, because I'll talk about the Resident Evil 2 demo, because I have played a little bit, I'm just pulling up some more details to come about the um, with the 90 million. So, uh, as of December 31st, PlayStation, PS4's are uh, now sold through. So this is not sold, it's sold through, sold to retailers. Uh, 91.6 million consoles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Spider Man, which launched in September, as of November 25th, has released nine, has had 9 million copies sold. That's a lot. Uh, over the holiday window, there were. Where was it? <clears throat> Somewhere around here, it said that. Oh, here we go. Just within the holiday period, 5.6 million games were sold. Just in Christmas. Shit. So, th- this is brings up two things to me. I'm, I'm in the mind that I think PS5 is literally right around the corner. Mm. We're in this weird period. Like, do you reckon they're just holding out? Because, like, this momentum is so huge. It's so solid. Like, why no, stop? No, I don't, I don't think so. Because you'd want to, that whole strike while the iron is hot mm. kind of thing. Like the PS4 is, you know, gangbusters and it has been for ages. So then I think now would be the time to put out a PS5 pretty soon. Like while the, everyone's still talking about PS4s and all that kind of stuff, I think now would be the best time. Well, don't get me, like, I agree with that. Because, you know, even if they release the PS5 and they just drop the price of the PS4, like people will still buy that shit and they'll, yeah. they'll get over that 100 million in no time. Mm. I don't know. It's still, it's a weird, weird balance. I think. No, I don't think they're holding out though. <clears throat> I think, mm. I think we'll we'll know for sure. Like, we'll get a launch date this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I think like, we'll get without confirmation question, without this question. Year. It won't may not come out this year, but I guarantee we'll get confirmation mm. this year of PS Five. What do you think about the Resident <clears throat> Evil demo? So, Res- the Resident Evil one shot demo. It is uh, the same demo that I played at PAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the uh, Capcom booth. Well, thanks again for Cat and the team for letting us come spend some good old time with that. Um, so the way it works is you have one shot, one opportunity to see everything you ever wanted and other lines about Eminem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, you have, so it has a 30-minute timer and the, and that's it. Oh, is that <coughs> why they called it one shot? The one shot. Oh, yeah, one interesting. shot. You have 30 minutes only. Can you just uninstall it and re-download it? You have to change profiles. Okay. So you go, if you have if you have you and Alex, you just go, boop, go to yours. Okay. So we kick things off. Uh, I played it on stream this Wednesday. The video is on the channel if you do want to watch it. Um, the game's good. It's mm. just as good as I remember. Like I, I was, 
I'm not concerned, but having played it at PAX in that environment, I was all hyped up because the set was rad and the, you know, game, the game felt amazing. Playing it, it looks just as good and plays just as amazing as I, as I thought. Um, it, it's a, as I said previously, it does have the feel of Resident Evil 4 with the over-the-shoulder back there, but it also has like the visual fidelity of 7. So it's the mm-hmm. two that I enjoyed the most. Is it really as good as 7, graphically? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so. I mean, obviously it's a bit different because you're not first person it's third person but it looks shmi it looks great mm. um, did you beat it? the demo? <clears throat> so this is what happened okay so in order to, in order to it's what you have to play online it, it has to be registered online so I get in and I'm about 15 minutes deep fucking internet shits its pants mm-hmm. somehow the stream keeps going but the PSN just craps <coughs> the PSN craps itself and it's like well yeah there you go Oh, yeah. And, like, I hadn't finished it. Like, I've been, like, I've been plodding my way through it. I'm thinking, like, I'm nowhere near finished this shit. Um, so, yeah. So, the game, the game, I had to shut down the game, shut down the PS4, boot it back up, all on stream, and I'm chatting away. Mm. Uh, and then it pick, ticks up. I'm like, well, it, it crashed. It, sh- it shouldn't penalize me. But is there some autosave in there? <clears throat> no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Comes back on. I've got 14 minutes left. Back from the scratch. Start from scratch. And I'm like, well... I'm going to have to speed run this bad boy. I get it. I get the win. Seven it. minutes and 48 seconds. Wow. Very nice. How? How? I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe I, you found a new talent. I got Maybe you should point. be a speedrunner. Well, that's what Chris Conway said in the chat. He's like, can we make it a thing now where Ryan has to speedrun games he's never played before? Because <laughs> it was tense. It was like every zombie on my like, hi, hi. Yeah. <laughs> hi. Yeah, just kind of like hurt, stab or just not even just do it, just like shoulder him and just mm. sneak past. Fun? Yeah, it's awesome, man. When is it? Release? Uh, it comes out on the 25th of Feb or of March, this or January. Of January. Okay. Now, I have, as I said, I have been in talks with Capcom, so hopefully we should be able to obtain a copy. Hopefully it's early, and then where we can get through both Leon um, Leon and Claire's stories, so we can have, I can have a full review. Uh, Dylan, who's an old RE fan, uh, also I sling him in. Maybe we do a solid video, I gave him to come in, just a little, little spot for mm. FTP to talk about RE. Are you can to check it out? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there we go. We're gonna, we're gonna... If it was Nemesis, I'd be sucking its dick. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it. I played one, three, and seven. I haven't done yeah. anything between. Oh, yeah, four and seven were the two for me. So, yeah, um, yeah no, it's games, the game's great. I'm super keen on it. Very excited to check it out. I'm feeling that's what I need. Like, January is a great time to release spooks games like this because it's kind of a dead window. Well, that's when Resident Evil 7 came yeah, out. Yeah, 100%. In 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like it's a great time to make that because actually Facebook reminded me like like uh, two days ago, mm. going when we, when we were trying to hunt down that little dungeon or, or a cubby house oh, to yeah. record out of. <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm keen as shit for that. Get, the demo is really solid. If you haven't, go check it out. It's only thirty minutes. Like um, you'll be able, you've got to get it done in like time. Maybe I'll do that. Very cool. Uh, top selling games for last week. I forget the date. Tenth. Number it, starting at number ten. Because oh, the tenth was like Monday, wasn't it? No, 10th was like Wednesday. 10th is Thursday. So... Where are the 11th? Whatever. Uh, number 10, Spider-Man. Number 9, GTA 5. Number 8, NBA 2K19. Number 7, Spyro. Number 6, Just Cause 4. Number 5, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 4, Battlefield 5. Number 3, FIFA 19. Number 2, Black Ops 4. Number 1, Red Dead 2. So no surprise there, <coughs> Red Dead 2. Well, Rockstar's managed to get GTA 5 back in the list as well. That's not just my pants. Yes. So I'm impressed Battlefield 5 hasn't made the cut. Because from all accounts, it's not very good. Well, it's just internet speak, I think. Mm, very, you know what very it is? Likely. Hyperbolic. The, That's the, true. The, the, the vocal minority making it seem like, you know. Having said that, 
in all the internet circles I'm in, no one ever fucking talks about FIFA. But it's always yeah, up there. Totally so you, you got to imagine how large the majority of <coughs> how large the percentage of gamers are that just don't indulge in the internet side of things. Mm, Must agreed. be huge, I think. Must be huge. Uh, that's it for the news, Ryan. As we have a somewhat brief chat to the players about gaming's greatest divorce. Tear? No tears. The, the, the non-heartbreak separation. So I got a got a. I'll summarise this, but I've got a bit of a quick news story. Bungie and Activision are parting ways after entering a publishing agreement in 2010 with Bungie mm-hmm. maintaining publishing rights to the Destiny franchise. Bungie made the announcement through Bungie.net. In the official statement, Bungie says, quote, with Activision, we've created something special. To date, Destiny has delivered a combination of over 50 million games and expansions to players all around the world. Uh... After eight years, Activision has transferred publishing rights for Destiny to Bungie, allowing the developer to fully control and publish its own property. Bungie further stated, quote, with our, remark- with our remarkable Destiny community, we are ready to publish on our own, while Activision will increase their focus on owned IP projects. And there's more, but it's not really that important. Apparently, according to Jason Schreier, mm. who was privy to this conversation, because the Bungie team were called into like their conference room, it's like, we've got to talk... And, you know, there's anxiety. It's like, oh, fuck, what's happening? Um, and they're like, we're free. They're like popping champagne. <laughs> and shit like that. That's pretty, that's cool. Like, yeah. you can imagine just being in that environment at Bungie, just like, no fucking way. Like, really? Speaking of Jason Shry, if you do read his book, Blood, Sweat and Pixels, he does do a big, big mm. chapter about Destiny and the deal. Yeah. It, is a t- it was a 10-year three game deal um, with DLCs like it was a huge multi-million dollar agreement yeah um, and just for those of you who play Destiny 2 on PC uh, rest assured because Blizzard confirmed that you will continue to play Destiny 2 through Battle.net awesome and there'll be no interruptions through your service through the transition very cool so, well, at least that's cool yeah Blizzard oh maybe not apparently Blizzard's a bad guys now so I don't know if I, I, I know, it's, it's Activision know. whispering Blizzard's yeah apparently yeah apparently that's why I say it yeah bullshit yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of exciting now there's a few different ways it can go either we get like I reckon we'll get one more large expansion for Destiny 2 before they go move on to number 3 and I think number 3 is where we'll really see how far Activision's thumb was up Bungie's butthole because mm-hmm. with the release of number 3 that's like that's exactly how Bungie envisioned their game. There's with co- no interference. I agree. There's a couple of different ways that this can go. The big one is, before Destiny was released, there was this big hype about this idea of this massive lore and this massive universe of, of fact and knowledge and history. And But when Destiny 1 dropped, it was missing a big hunk of this because they did have to scrap the game and rework it. Apparently just, like a year before. Like just before it drops, right? Yeah. Or because Activision said... Pfft, to the idea so for that reason I think when they, we although we won't see it for at least a couple of years like we, oh, we're not sure. going to see any turnaround like of genuine change just yet so they're going to I think they'll be able to expand on this story tell, tell what they really wanted to, 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 to say mm. um I, but in terms of optics, if you look at it outside of the fuck yeah, because I am stoked for Bungie. Mm. I think Bungie are really going to have the chance here. So this is a massive departure from what they did uh, under Microsoft with Halo. They weren't allowed to continue publishing Halo games. They literally get, well, you know, they had to leave. The they separated behind. and everything retained with Microsoft, which is with three four three I now, which three four three now do yeah three four three studios. What is fascinating is I personally have very, I don't think I've seen a deal like this before. Most no. times you see like they separate and they have to go off and make something else or they might be able to continue the game but they don't retain the rights to the current mm. release games. So, for that reason, 
I interpret this as Activision wanting to wipe their hands of it entirely. Well, because last we heard was Activision, their their earnings reports are underperformed by our projections. Yeah, by their... So this, this by is, Activision's yeah. projections. This is course. the thing. Activision, uh, compared to your likes of Bethesda or even you know Ubisoft, as an example, the, they are developers. They make games as well as to publish them, where Activision is entirely a publishing company. Therefore, any decision they make is never really creative. It's primarily fiscal. Mm -hmm. right it's financial mm -hmm. so for them to be willing to wipe their hands of it completely and have nothing to do with it says a lot about their concerns for destiny in terms of dollar and dollar yeah. value which yeah. is baffling for me because like i look by all accounts destiny 2 is doing fucking bonkers well, like, we, we know how at launch there was a big old bullshit about because of all the eververse stuff but mm. apparently that's been somewhat you know corrected mm. kind of mm. so for them to because Activision run games into a fucking death. Oh, we Think know. about That's Tony Hawk. Think about Guitar Hero. Yeah. All these genuinely financially well games. But Activision just being a publisher, they've got, of course, the shareholders and all that kind of stuff. And year on year, you're expected to increase profits. Mm. You can never have earned just as much as you did last year. It has to be more. So for all we know, Destiny 2 is making a fuckload of money, but it's not... 15% more year yeah. on year. As you know Jim what I mean? Sterling said, it's not all the money. Yeah, it's not all the money in the world. Uh, but it, it is very exciting because what's, it's exciting, but it's also, you, you still need to be apprehensive because with Destiny 3 and possibly, possibly the next expansion, but more so Destiny 3, we're going to see this is how Bungie themselves envisioned their game mm. to be. Now, we don't know if that's good or if that's average or bad we don't know how much they did on behest of activision like we don't know all those nitty-gritty details is the eververse there just because activision wanted it in or is it because bungie wanted it in apparently it is because bungie wanted the eververse in there like that's rumors and all that uh but it will be very very exciting to see just what happens because mm. this is kind of a unprecedented it situation is. it's very remarkable so Bungie are now one of the largest independent studios. Yeah. You, you look so at them the same as CDPR. Yeah. CD Projekt. Oh, I mean, CD Projekt have their game, the GOG gaming platform mm. as well, I suppose, but they're all, as far as the game studio is, it's just them. The potential here is is fascinating. Mm. Like, I, I can't wait to see how this goes and, and how this develops, but... All I'm like, all I'm hoping, as I'm sure this is part of the deal as well, like with with the the handing over of everything, they've been given essentially just a box with everything Destiny in it. Yeah. So it sounds like that it. means all the assets are there, everything. So they are not working from scratch. So we will see a game sooner than we think. Mm. But I, you know, which makes me happy mm. because I, I'm, I'm the downside of the games industry is changes like this may not see their their results for a little while. Yeah. Um, so apparently the transition's already in process. Mm. So, um, so with Bungie and Activision both reportedly committed to making the handoff as seamless as possible. So it sounds like Activision's just being really cool with it, which is strange. Because mm. so strange. We we know the stigma that these big publishers have. You know, all the money, they're assholes, they're greedy, and all that kind of. But Activision just seemed to be like, cool man, here go go do your thing. Thank you. See that. See all to me, best. if anything, to me that shows. That's that's I consider that something to be wary of. You reckon? Yeah. Does it, yes, Activision is as I said before, who have been known to hold on to shit until it fucking dies. Mm. 
Like, what is it? Like, what's so concerning about Destiny 2 that they needed gone two years before the end of their contract? I don't know. I don't know. It, like, may, so, um, maybe maybe Bungie, Bungie may have probably signed an NDA on the whole thing and they can't ever really kind of talk about mm. the behind the scenes, but maybe in a few years, Jason Schreier in Blood, yeah. Blood Sweat and Pixels 2 will be like, here's a scoop. I'm very keen to see what Schreier can pull out of this. Um, but it is exciting and, and just the image of all the Bungie employees like popping champagne and all that is very very cool, very cool. Um, like the shackles are off we can actually <laughs> do our own thing now whether that's good or bad like I said we don't know and we won't know mm. for a couple of years probably but it, you know Bungie did say they're still aiming to publish the third Destiny game on its own um, so yeah it's interesting it's yeah so cool. like I was, I was watching an interesting video this morning about it uh, from another Australian content creator called Skill Up um, I know Skill Up I like him a lot yeah he's really yeah. good but I think he's based out of Newcastle or Sydney or something. yeah um, so in his video he talked about there was you know when they did announce the Forsaken and Activision were like well Forsaken didn't do as well as we wanted but then e- almost anyone that worked Activision on social media were like no no we think it's grand we think it's great we got no complaints here man like it's not us mm. it's not us that are concerned yeah so there's all that animosity has been there for a long while and i understand why that love has changed i don't know about you but something scares me about the idea of like if, if i was bungie and they're like we're going to give you a 10-year deal with this and this like although the money the dollar value and that like that scares the fuck out of me i think it would be kind of oppressive like mm. it's always in the back of your mind we're doing this for Activision, we've got, they, we've, we've we've got, got their seven years we've got left. their we've expectations we have to meet. They want to have these phone calls, these meetings, these projection reports. They want all this stuff, and it's like fuck. You know, I just we just want to do our thing, and now they can. Mm. So it's very cool. No, um, bit too early to I think celebrate. I think possibly you know when Destiny Three comes out, that'll be the let's see yeah. how this changed things well, what I'm really hoping is that with Destiny 3 it is the big change with Destiny 2 kind of like Destiny 1.5 like pretty much well, even of- less really because when Destiny Destiny was quote unquote shit up until the Taken King came out yeah. and that was like every everyone looks back that was the pinnacle of Destiny that was the best time period the best expansion the, get, you know, the game was so fun to play then with Destiny 2 apparently a lot of that stuff disappeared and he went backwards and the only reason being is because, uh, as per their contract, they had to release three games plus DLC. So yeah. the next one couldn't be a DLC. It had to be Destiny 2. And now, we, we're, with Forsaken, Destiny is in the best place. It's mm. Destiny 2 is in the best place it's ever been. Um, and, you know, Bungie have said we've learned a lot from Forsaken. We, we get it. And now they can... Yeah. I heard there's some creative change in there in, in the way of... Um, we're going to get more, more, more species, more enemies. Because mm. like they did introduce a new uh, enemy variety in Forsaken, mm. but they are—they're called um, fuck. What are they called? Scorn. Mm. But in the end, they are a different branch of species of fallen. Exactly. They don't look like fallen at all, but they are in the law. They are fallen who had too much ether, or they were starved of it or something and they like mutated but they're still just fallen um i would like to see honestly just more more rpg put in well there. Yeah, that's a good question yeah what, what do you want to see in destiny 3 more rpg i mm. mean you've got you, you you're kind of limited i mean you've got you know you've got your, your initial tree you choose do i want as a titan do i want big barrier or little barrier do i want one of these three kinds of grenades and how do i want my boosters to work and then you've got 
now three different trees to specialize in. Mm. But it's very, it's just kind of bland. It's like, I am this Titan and so are you and so are you. There's no personalization. I mean, you get the exotics, which kind of can change how certain abilities work and can change up your playstyle a little bit. But it's all, there's just not a lot of customization on how you play. Mm. That's how I t- I'm sure people disagree. But if I'm a Sunbreaker Titan that has the two-handed hammer as my super, I'm the same as every fucking other one that's got chosen that same tree. I don't know. I like how like I like how original WoW did it with the talent trees and the mm. brand like you get points when you level up, you got three points there, which lets me go here or here. I'm gonna go here, there, there. I do wonder here. how that will work within the online space. Mm. You know, like uh, maybe that's why it's simplified. Yeah, I feel like it's too... I would just like to see them kind of go a bit harder. And the gear is just boring. The gear is just boring. Because up until you get to max light level, it's just what has higher light level. Because that's all that fucking matters. Your resilience, your mobility, and your recovery just don't seem to have a lot of thought put into them. It's just I'll take whatever has the highest light level because I need my light level to be higher. Mm -hmm. I'd just like to see a bit more interesting stuff on gear. Like uh, They've got their own perks and stuff, but I don't know. I'd just like to see them kind of double down a little bit more on just making it a bit more of a FPS RPG mm. I guess other than that do whatever fuck you want I just I want my character to feel like it's my character and yeah. it's it's um special it's unique compared to well because that's the whole idea else. of of the uh, of destiny is you are the chosen one yeah. pretty much and like you're the chosen one you're the guardian so is he so is she. So are all of them. You are all the chosen ones. <laughs> yeah, one plur- ones plural. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Just, I'd like to be able to make my character feel really unique mm. compared to all the other titans that are out there. Uh, so I'm just having a quick look. Uh, so before that, let us know what you think of this whole Destiny Two Activision uh, no heartbreak uh, separation. Mm. Seems to be pretty pretty good. I think it's unanimously everyone's pretty happy. Yeah, and let us know what you think uh, will happen with Destiny 3 or will it be more expensive with Destiny 2. Pardon me. Now, our good friend Dave Chataway in a section we'll call From the Players. We normally <coughs> do that after the drop. No, it drops when we're the last thing we do. Is it? Um, he's given us a couple different potential questions. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go... I'm, I'll get you, you to decide. So, we've got one that's talking about... Excuse me. One, talking about uh, VR... Mm. Or one about the ecosystem. Uh, what Sony needs to implement, or how Sony can, uh, what would it take to dethrone PlayStation? The last one. Uh, he asked, pretty straightforward. What would it take to dethrone PlayStation next generation? Can Xbox or Nintendo capture that flag? Xbox are already doing it. Okay. Xbox are already doing it mm. with. What they've added, because innovation comes from being the loser or needing to... The pressure, yeah. The pressure, and that's where all the innovation comes in. And with Xbox, with um, backwards compatibility, with the Games Pass, which is fucking amazing. I could sing his phrases for days. Uh, with how you can earn, like... Um, rewards points to like pay for your Xbox subscription just through getting achievements and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, that is... PlayStation has none of that. And what does PlayStation offer instead? Systems-wise. Well, yeah, so, okay, so... Uh, 
I mean, of course they've got VR. Yeah, so they're, they're like the, the the big difference that PlayStation has is obviously the VR. That's the big that's the big thing, and I do think they'll continue supporting that into PS5, if not making it better. And that is something it has uniquely compared to the other consoles on the market. However, that unique benefit does come at a potentially three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollar price tag, which is, a, which is a big old problem. Uh, I do agree that moving into, I, I don't think it's going to be really cool to see this head-on-head battle at the launch of this next generation this, this is this is make or break i think like never before yeah because with you know the how two generate or last generation went was you know xbox was winning it was new it was fresh and you know playstation are like gotcha, and towards the end they did catch up and then they got the win in the end they you know xbox obviously quite publicly fumbled the xbox one launch and playstation like it's all about the games I'd argue more that Xbox now are more about the games. Yeah, they've made that switch. And so, especially with... Because they bought so many new good studios. Mm. Some better than others, obviously. But they have a, Obsidian, Ninja Theory. Uh, who else was there? The ones that made We Happy Few. Um, but X, like PlayStation has on Xbox the first-party recognition. Yeah, so that, that's what's going to be the defining feature. So... Uh, as we move into next gen, like the consoles themselves are getting more similar than ever in terms of their power and what their their hardware. Like that's not going to change. Like they will be almost neck and neck, especially now we 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 head into the like the four K realms, right? Mm. I do think Xbox will come out first. They'll announce whatever their next gen consoles. I reckon going to they'll be. do it at E three. They've got the floor. There's some, that's some that's potential. They've, they've got the floor to themselves. They don't have to worry about what Sony gonna do. They have they have the complete upper <laughs> hand right now because it if but anything, it could go the other way as well. Of course, if anything, it be- it benefits Xbox so much more or Microsoft so much more to start the next generation because yeah, they've admitted defeat here. Mm. But they, if they jump, if they jump in, if they initiate the next gen, mm. they're they they admitted defeat, but they haven't been sitting down taking it. Oh, no, they've no. been doing yeah. so much cool stuff, and especially even now with their um. Sorry, I forget the name of it. That that uh, disabled gamer controller, the ad- adaptive controller. That's it. Holy fuck! Wow. As someone that works in that space and like disability space, mm. shit. If, if if PlayStation have an adaptive controller, well, they have one now. They have like a foot controller for VR, which is weird, but it's not the same. Okay. Um, okay, that was announced like last week. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, like I, we are looking at getting the adaptive controllers because. We have people that want to play games but can't. Yeah. And that is such a powerful piece of tech. Mm. So when I say that Xbox has admitted defeat, it's not like a, oh, well. We'll just wait till it's, next It's more of like, well, we've lost, but that's fucking How can we set game. ourselves up exactly. for the next generation? And for that reason, that attitude has greatly impressed me. Mm. And like, although Paris, who I work with, him and I have this kind of like, I shit on Xbox all the time just because he's a big Xbox fan. Because mm. he worked for Xbox. He launched, he oh, helped he? launch the original Xbox here in Australia. Oh, okay. He worked that's for cool. them back in the day. He was, he he was the Queensland yeah. dude. Um, so, like, we, he has that connection. I obviously have PlayStation because I love it. So, we get a lot of shit. But, like, as moving into this next gen, with those studios, because I believe, I still, to this believe that it's exclusives that'll w- that'll win a generation mm. any chance and it, and it is and that is really like where xbox has slipped sorry to keep yeah. interrupting you, but that, this is where xbox has really slipped this mm. this generation like once once the one x came out it's actually it's the more powerful console it mm. is the stronger console it should be the place people play mm. but because they don't have the games that give you the reason to spend the 600 dollars on the xbox one x mm. you are more inclined to go to playstation because you're going to get the likes of spider-man god of war detroit horizon last of us you know all these things that are massive mm. and then you look at xbox and what they did last year you know you see cfc state of decay 
fucking recall from the year before. Mm. And even this year, you're looking at it and you're seeing uh, uh, like Crackdown 3. Possibly Halo Possibly Infinite. Halo, possibly Gears. Games that you've seen before, especially with mm. Halo and Gears. So... I do. Th- I I really hope that these new studios that they purchase re- reinvigorate that fire. The only because thing to keep in mind. Because if I have to come in here every week and defend PlayStation, <laughs> I can't wait. Like it's all well and good to have them be just the fucking dominant force, mm. but man, when we've got when I've got to defend my love, ah, I can't wait. Because the, the main thing to keep in mind is obviously, uh, in my opinion, the biggest studio Microsoft got was Obsidian. Oh, it's huge. But we're not going to get a, a exclusive. Mo- game from them for probably five or six years because mm. they've got the Outer Worlds in development which is multi-plat and then they have to start something new for the next Xbox so it's going to be probably four five years maybe till we get like the arguably Microsoft's biggest first party studio with yeah. an exclusive game that's a long way away that's what these other studios can do in between I think like Ninja Theory and whatnot. Um, but as far as services go Xbox shits all over PlayStation at the moment. Oh yeah, absolutely shits all over it. And, and I don't, I don't believe that PlayStation are looking and being like, oh, you know, we need to be mindful of this and that, and we should do something about that. Now, obviously, they are. Um, but if they announce PS5 without backwards compatibility, they're dead to me. Got, yeah, there's, there's a loss. They're dead. They're, to, like, it's you an can't instant recover from that. Like, no. you know, because cr- like, so Xbox. Obviously, the issue now with PlayStation is PS3 was cell shaded. It's all fucking crazy and weird and all that kind of oh, stuff. The self processing. Self processing. But Xbox didn't initially either, and theirs was just a firmware update to get backwards compatibility mm. going. You didn't have to get... More than that, but yeah. It was it, v- but it is that simple, but yeah. it also wasn't that simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? As far as we, the players went, it was just an update we had to do. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Because like, they've kept the same similar infrastructure all the way and through. And that's, that's what we're seeing now. So I think PS4 and PS5 will be very similar. They're little fucking computers in there. Man. Yeah, yeah. But I still don't think we'll see PS3 games on the PS5. No, not, not for a very long not, time. Not with I think there'll, be, there'll be a lot of juggling to make <coughs> But it happen. has to. It has but to have when they do. Imagine that announcement when they do. It'll like, be crazy. It'll be really good. Games here. My mind will explode. Whichever one is out first is the one I'm going to buy, yeah. basically. Yeah. With where I'm at now, it's just how it goes. Whichever one is out first is the one I'm going to pick up because I want to be in the next gen from the start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, like I've not, I've, I've never been able to be in the generation from day from day dot. So now mm. I'm in a place where that's possible. I'm, See, I kind Xbox, of wasn't. I'm going to trade the living shit out of that Xbox. I'm going to get the new one. Yeah, because I bought the Xbox at the start of this gen before I got a PS4, mm. and we know how that was. And I ended up going after. Just, I sold it to my dad and bought a PS4. So I started PS4 probably a year late anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just Microsoft doing great, great things. And on it, since I got my Xbox, I've turned on my PS4 to watch Netflix. Yeah. Because I forgot my password and I can't log into it on the Xbox. So what do you play Mass Effect on? Xbox. <gasps> Assassin's Ooh. Creed Odyssey is on the Xbox. I bought Wolfenstein yesterday on the Xbox. I've got all these Ooh. games waiting to play because of because of Games Pass. Like I've got. Hellblade is on the games. Mm. Uh, Senua Sacrifice on the Game Pass or in the Blind Forest there. I've got all the Halo games to play. I've got all the Gears of War games to play. Yeah. There, there, there is a fire up PlayStation's ass right now and it's, mm. it's called Microsoft. And I, <coughs> I, 
you know, if, if I'm not saying they have to come out and then have their own games pass, although it would be ideal. Would be cool. Well, because they have, they have PS Now, or they adapt PS Now to be something more. I think like they have started to where you actually download yeah, the, the transitions games. there, yeah. but, but it's, it's not, not quite. Here. It's not quite, so, and yeah. it's not quite the same service at, at the same time either. Yeah, and that, that, and that only exists in the US region. I don't know about UK and whatnot, but it's not here. So, like, mm. as of, for, for us directly, there is no competition for mm. fucking Games Pass. And right as far now. as Games Pass goes as well, it's ten ninety five a month mm. or six months for thirty. $6. Yeah, it's awesome. It's fucking into how I don't even understand the logistics behind how they can do this. But anyway, as E3 comes up and Microsoft pretty much have an open floor, they don't have to th- worry about what Nintendo's doing because as far as that, this battle goes, Nintendo, mm. it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, all. Nintendo mean nothing. They're doing their own thing. Like, they're, succe- they're being successful. The, on, at it. the only way that, depending how, how intent PlayStation are of being a dominant force completely, they may look at re- they, whether they look at releasing a handheld in some capacity mm. in the future, um, whether they want to sort of re- rekindle hmm. that ecosystem. So, But at know, the moment, no one's competing with Nintendo for anything. No. Like, period. they are in their own... Like, that's why you can pay... They force you to pay 80 bucks on release. Their games don't diminish in value. There is no one against them. Mm. And but it's... It distri- it, like although the Vita was well and good, and it's it's fallen over as is the PSP, um, which PS both of them. <laughs> like it's it's oh it's so odd that Nintendo has no competition. It's fucking weird. Mm. But I don't think it'll be from Sony because I think they've got VR and that's what they. I don't think they want to have two different. Yeah, I, I hope they, they want to spread person. themselves too thin. If any, if anyone, if the floor is open for a handheld, it's Microsoft. Really, have they ever tried? Because they don't know. Because Microsoft don't have... They've got the Xbox. And at the moment, for the last few years, that should have been their focus. And I think they're getting to a really good spot now where maybe they can go, let's look at other peripherals that we and can kind of do. And then you can then do. have Games Pass on that device. Jesus Christ. Whoa. But E3 could go... It'll be E3, I'm probably more excited for E3 this coming year than any before mm. because the floor is completely open for Microsoft and they can either fucking nail it and get you know really really put their foot down and go no we are back and you will fucking buy our console or they could flub it real bad and it's just all over from there it's really really exciting however I think the most interesting PlayStation could do is oh Microsoft are doing their E3 presentation at 12 o'clock and blah 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 guess what we're doing PSX at that exact same time and we got the PS5 to show you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just could you imagine yeah. that like the shots really being fired like you have to you can watch Microsoft do their thing or you can watch our PS5 presentation well, it, at back the same to wrestling time. it's the same it's that say it's the WCW WWE yeah, shit like cutting promos on yeah. each other <laughs> shit <laughs> like as as the WWE airs WCW is like hey don't go over there because we know what's happening and you yeah. want to be here I was like DX out front of WCW with a tank going WCW fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Xbox yeah. Xbox um, <laughs> but no I'm, I'm excited because like when the last generation change happened I wasn't into it the way we are now um, so this is kind of the first one where it's like let's really see what happens and it's exciting I'm excited I can't wait but a lot of that will be happening later in the year until then we're going to dive into the drop in a section we call coming to the players we want to tell you what games are happening this week New PlayStation games for the week of January 15, 2019. Ace Combat 7. Vomit Simulator. Skies Unknown PS4 digital retail, apparently with a VR component. It does have VR I thought it was a straight VR game to start with. 
mm. initially, anyway. Uh, become an ace pilot and soar through photorealistic skies with full 360-degree movement down enemy aircraft and experience the thrill of engaging in realistic sorties. Aerial combat has never looked or felt better. I like I ace want combat. to, but I'll also help, so I'm not going to. I've been a big fan of ace combat since I was a kid. Um, so I'm excited to get a new one. As Divine Hearts 2, PS4, PS3 to digital cross-buy, The Grand Tour, PS4 digital media. These are the old Top Gear guys. Yeah. Ever wish you could get behind the wheel with Clarkson, Hammond and May from The Grand Tour? One moment you're watching the host attempt some questionable automatic antics. The next, you're at the wheel yourself. Same car, same location, same chance to make a massive mess of it. Sounds fun. Oh, I can't believe I haven't heard anything. Tying games are always balls. They are. So I imagine this will be balls, but I can't. But it could be balls in a fun way. I want to see what happens. Holy potatoes, we're in space? PS4 digital. It's got a question mark and an exclamation mark. <laughs> Kingdom Blades PSVR digital. Onimusha Warlords PS4 digital retail. HD remaster of the original. Capcom's no? riveting samurai adventure returns. This version includes the original game's intense swordplay and dramatic revenge story, plus improved controls, widescreen display, new soundtrack, and more. Experience this enhanced version the best-selling action-adventure classic. Come I did play that. I did play it as a kid. And I yeah. do remember it being really fucking hard. I didn't, um, but I've been chatting to my good friend Zach from mm. Well Played. He's got his hands on it, and uh, obviously we can't talk about it because of embargoes and whatnot. But, uh, so why'd you mention it? Keep an eye on his review. <laughs> no, I'm saying go go <laughs> check out his review when it drops because uh, Zach is a good kid. He's a good friend of the show. Panda Hero PS4 Digital. Planet R1X-13 PS4 PS Vita Digital. Resident Evil 2 one-shot demo. It's strange they put a demo in the drop. I don't know. I Mm. haven't seen it before. Smoke and Sacrifice PS4 Digital. Vane PS4 Digital. The Walking Dead, the final season, episode 3 PS4 Digital. And Yeek, a postmodern RPG PS4 Digital. The Walking Dead has... So with this episode, got one more episode till the whole thing is done and dusted. So, yeah. That's it. Any pickups this week for you? No, same here. No, but I want to finish off Odyssey. No, I'm just I'm saying like any, of, yeah. any of the no, lists. No, not really. Nothing. I mean, I, I would like to play Ace Combat at some point, but I know my dad will buy it, so I'll just wait for that. Sweet. Because yeah. he, he's a big fan of Ace Combat too. Yeah, nothing's jumping out for me there. I'll probably just keep uh, chipping away at what i got. Hmm. Well... That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am, Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, and 8am on iTunes and other podcast services. If you want to be a part of our future conversations, don't say Please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popcultures. Head over there, check out the tiers. Might be something there that interests you. And if you do want to watch us record this show live, you can head over to patreon.com slash popcultures. Join us there. Um, as I said, we, are, we, we will be reworking Patreon in some capacity because we understand we really don't deliver what you fucking pay for at all. Uh, That's a good selling point. Yeah. No <laughs> Honest, honesty, honesty is key. Honesty is key. We need. We know we need to improve there. That's for sure. But if you want to show the love of pop culture is on your body in a place that we do not disappoint, popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this. Bunch of new designs, including the new, the young and the wrestlers design, Ooh. as well as the new WWE superstar inspired pop C shirt mm-hmm. with the the cross and pop C mm-hmm. love it fucking all designed by James over at uh, Pixel Beast who designs a big hunk of our shirts he's fucking fantastic go out there and give him some love as well and we are on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the pop cultures we do stream there would like to stream more this year probably won't bam cause I'm like Patreon Patreon <laughs> <laughs> but until next week I'm Ryan Betson I'm Josh Saunders and that was for the players welcome to 2019 Motherfucker. Hey, come subscribe to us on Patreon where we can let you down every month. <laughs> you want to pay for disappointment? <laughs> where you guys? <laughs>